0: This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave On this week's Minutia Men with
1: Rick and Dave When your reality show ends before you know it The fattest cities in America He really doesn't want this job A cub's tongue twister And Rick's brush with
0: Jimmy Pearsall All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now
2: the following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave.
0: Rick Kemper and Dave Stern are here um, after a week off uh-huh. to recharge the batteries. Dave, uh, Dave did more than recharging batteries. Dave?
1: Rick, you know, I love nature, right? <laughs> Inner yeah. city boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, me and my lovely bride and my, our lovely children um, went out west. It's to somewhat celebrate my 25th anniversary with my wife. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so, we were splitting time between me time and Michelle time, or Michelle and me time. Uh, so, we went to Idlewild, California. Do you know where Idle, Idlewild, California is? It's uh, in the
0: mountains. Yeah, no, don't know.
1: Yeah. so we So, me and my wife spent... A couple of days there, and then um, after that, proceeded to drive 1,400 miles between California and Arizona to see, like, every stupid (laughs) tree and canyon at every... Did you see the Redwoods? Uh, No, that's... Oh, next time. Yes. Thank thank God you didn't tweet that or Facebook that, because that would have been something that we would have... While we were on vacation. But no, we went to the Grand Canyon, which was very big and cool for about an hour hour and a half uh we drove like nine hours both ways to be there for about an hour and a half because it was 31 degrees and snowing Um, (laughs) it was nicer than that here in chicago oh i know i know uh and and i don't want to say that i was out of my element in arizona (laughs) but uh driving in the middle of the night in pitch black arizona with no gps yeah not something that i ever want to do i again. just don't
0: like the driving in the pitch black no matter where you are because oh, I know uh we're so used to street lights here in a big city when you get people. out into you know like we go skiing up in upper michigan or you know out west or whatever there
1: are no street lights uh, there's no signs either no signs I mean, there's nothing i know uh you know when people keep, keep bitching about overpopulation yeah yeah Drive from Palm Desert to Kingman, Arizona. The, there's a lot of room there that you can slap people on.
0: Well, when they show the the red and blue map of uh, Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. I, and the, there's huge swaths of red. You know, the whole country is red, except yeah, yeah. there's nothing there.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, now, we, um, now, I was definitely a fish out of water, uh, and it was never more pronounced. That when I went to a Walmart in Kingman, Arizona, okay, um, people were looking at me. First of all, they knew that I didn't belong. You know how <laughs> y- 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 there were sharks realizing. And I think part of it was because I was so damn physically fit.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> there, there, there is an obesity problem in this country, my friend. <laughs> and I believe Kingman, Arizona might be the epicenter of that. Such wow. a problem. So, but we got back, you know, everything's fine. We saw the Grand Canyon. My wife got to go skiing. Um, the kids in 1400 miles fought for maybe only 900 miles of that probably. That's not bad. Um, but we survived and we saw stars. There are not stars as in celebrities. We saw a lot of stars in the sky, which we're not used to seeing. Okay. Um could have seen a youtube video and saved myself quite a bit of money but uh, <laughs> but no it's fine and we're i'm back ready to podcast my friend so
0: are you back ready to ha- handle the shipping department of yes Re- press because uh, uh, this shipping department uh while you were gone was not a happy crew right.
1: uh for our listeners i handle all the uh, shipping and receiving for the uh, publishing company um i have probably shipped i don't know what Three thousand packages probably in my life, something like that. Yeah. Rick, you did how many this week? Seven. Yeah. Okay. And you're bitching.
0: No, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I didn't do them. (laughs) I had my made (laughs) my kids do them. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh,
1: Did you uh, Did you get the envelopes from the dollar store?
0: I already had envelopes, so I I uh, I gave them the padded envelopes. I did write out the uh, addresses myself.
1: All right, good, good, good.
0: And then I uh, just sent uh, Johnny, who's my middle son, who's around because uh, he was on spring break, and I made him do all the shipping. So if there's any problems with last week's
1: shipping orders, it's Johnny's fault. Did you appreciate what I do for the company? I think I actually did. Okay. Just a little that's bit. A, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm after. So. Okay. All right. Well, well back. Wait, well, before thank we, go,
2: we got we got to play yeah. some audio this week's minutia
0: with Rick and Dave okay back
1: to minutia land what do you got for so me? speaking of my love of nature um and I should I wish I would have known about this television show because I would have been a perfect fit for it have you heard of the television called television call, uh, television show called Eden like the Garden of Eden have I, you heard of no this? I have not well it's a Scottish it's a Scottish show and I think it's being broadcast in the UK Um, basically what the premise of this is is you have 24 people go to the Scottish Highlands for a year and what um, there's cameras all over it's a reality show to see how they interact and what kind of you know socio-economic structure they make it's a real socially you know, social one of these social experiment things, and it's a really reality show. So they've got cameras, and they were broadcasting it. And this was, you know, the Highlands sh-
0: of Scotland, like in the, which is also a completely uninhabited part of that
1: world over there, right? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It, right. It's twenty three contestants entered into the wilds of the Scottish Highlands last March to live for a year, completely cut off from modern society.
0: And the weather really sucks in the Scottish uh,
1: Highlands. I, I would imagine there's, there's no scotch, right? I mean, if they're cut off from, so I don't know if they had booze or not. I mean, the only thing, and they couldn't go golfing, right? Are the two things in Scotland that you do is drink scotch and go golfing, and right?
0: Wear a dress
1: or kilts uh, rather skirts. So they go up there and they are filming this show. Um, and, uh, these people, a good, a good ten, 10 of them, 10 of them are still there. Okay. Okay. so 13 you can leave whenever you want. 13 people said, screw this. This is stupid. Um, (laughs) One little. Yeah. One little wrinkle to this is. So these 10 uh, these these 10 people um, stuck it out for a year. The show was canceled eight months before they left. So they're thinking that they are on a reality show. But after four months, they were canceled and they didn't. And the producers did not. Tell the contestants. Oh my God! All right. Um, so, uh, so they get back and they go. Oh, by the way, yeah. Eight months ago, we canceled it because of the lousy ratings. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so I, you could sue for that, couldn't you? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, I, does I, it I, say, I don't know. I mean,
0: did anything? Uh, did anyone like get rabies or anything, or you know, some sort of uh illness it of some
1: kind? It doesn't say. But there's before and after pictures of the. Of, of the women who t- all went in being pretty hot, yeah. television hot, coming out not so television hot afterwards. Yeah, uh, there is. It basically they're all white people.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think Scotland.
1: Yeah, uh, and there's one bald guy who I'm sure was ridiculed through the entire time that he was there. <laughs> uh, the but and also think th- think okay, you spend a year in the Scottish Highlands, your show gets canceled, you come back and you find out that your show got canceled, and then they go oh. By the way, this is what else happened over the last year. You were gone. Donald Trump is president. Oh my god, that's right. Right, All right. Brexit. 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 Uh, Prince has died. You know, uh, Carrie Fisher's gone, and Debbie Reynolds. Um, yeah, uh, Angelina and Brad Pitt are no longer together.
0: Yeah, David Bowie gone. Yeah. I think he was
1: gone in. Oh, okay. years. No, 15? no, he died last year. Uh, yeah, okay, David Bowie. Uh, Taylor Swift broke up with a couple of people that you didn't know <laughs> even knew that she was dating. <laughs> you know, uh, Kim Kardashian got robbed in Paris. I mean, the whole the world is going crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, maybe so, it wasn't such a bad thing, you know, and, and I'm sure their teeth all went bad and everything, but they're in the U.K., so who cares?
1: You know what would have been off awesome if you would have done a show like this? And you missed the year the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, by the way, Rick, the Cubs won the. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a uh, minutiae quiz that I'd like to share with you. So ho- hold oh, on please. one moment.
2: Time now for a minutia man minutia man minutia, minutia quiz. quiz.
0: Right, this kind of ties into what uh, you were talking about about Arizona. Um, the. Uh, A study came out this week. USA Today published this. The fattest cities in America.
1: Kingman, Arizona.
0: No. No. Uh, I'm going to give you the top five, and then I'm going to do a quiz about the first one. Okay.
1: Is Key Lime Cove, Gurney in there? Because I went to Key Lime Cove with the kids. No, have I've, you ever been? I, I have been there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, we. And
0: uh, I went there once with uh with like a bunch of Boy Scouts and stuff, yeah. and our Cub Scouts, and took one look at the at the uh, the the slides and, yeah. uh, and the kind of people that were uh, going down them, and I said, you know what? I don't feel this yeah. is, this is a uh, safe <laughs> this yeah. is safe for Rick. <laughs> a little, uh, little yeah. germy
1: for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little. Yeah. Lots of obesity and lots of tattoos. When you go to a water park, you realize like everybody in America has a tattoo.
0: Except our pure bodies.
1: Right. Exactly. Are you going to get a Cubs tattoo? No. All
0: right. No. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not going to. No. My body is a temple. All um, right. So the five fattest cities in America. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is Shreveport, Louisiana.
1: Right. They got great food there.
0: These are all, right. every one of these uh, cities, by the way, is south of the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, okay. Um, number four is uh, a combination of three towns in Texas, McAllen, Edinburgh, and Mission, Texas. Okay.
1: I think that's, okay.
0: All right. Number three, Little Rock, Arkansas. Hmm. Number two is Memphis, Tennessee. Well, we've been there and ate a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, you got to get number one. I'm going to give you couple of clues and then you've got to try to figure out what the fattest city in America is, okay?
1: All right. In
0: 1967, the KKK bombed this city's biggest synagogue because the rabbi supported civil rights.
1: So there's a synagogue south of the Mason-Dixon line. I think I probably knew that.
0: Um... All right, I'll give you another one. Yeah. In 1970... Police in this city killed two Vietnam protesters and wounded 12 more at a at a famous college in this state.
1: Okay. Is it in Texas? It is not. Okay.
0: Uh, here's the third clue. That college, Walter Payton attended that school.
1: Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Nope. Oh. Nope. The movie The Help was filmed in this city. Okay. And the city was named after the seventh president of the United States.
1: Uh seventh president. Okay, that wouldn't be This
0: is minutia, ladies and gentlemen. Uh um He's also on the twenty dollar bill. Hamilton Jackson, Jackson
1: Jackson, Florida.
0: Jackson, Mississippi. No. Jackson, Mississippi, okay. All right. Uh, Jackson uh, State is where where uh the uh Vietnam protests were, and that's where Walter Payton attended school in Mississippi. Uh,
1: and that's the f- now. How did they decide this?
0: Like, um, well, oh, the, you know, they, they have a whole series of socioeconomic data that they went through on this. But every one of those, every one of the fattest cities of the top. Fifteen that I saw, they were all south of the Mason Dixon line, and I I question how Milwaukee cannot be on the list. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, right.
0: Uh, but and apparently, uh, some of these towns in Arizona too.
1: <clears throat> uh, uh, well, you know, um you know when the news does a package or whenever you do it like obesity in america and then yeah. they sh- show b-roll of just yeah fat those walking around <laughs> right right so uh, you know what's happened that people are watching television yeah and they're doing obesity in america's like holy what? shit, that's me yeah, that's my ass God, <laughs> yeah, that's right. a huge, I, I, am i that fat <laughs> right but you know they're not getting disclaimer they're not signing releases no, right on definitely
0: the, not that's why they never show in people's faces
1: <laughs> right uh, that's kind of you know what also and I know this is unrelated. I always would like to know what my police uh, fugitive description would be.
0: <laughs> no, you don't.
1: Yeah, I mean, would it be you know bald man yeah. in his seventies? I uh, don't know what. what dashing, what do you think?
0: Uh, dashing, uh, <laughs> Rhett Butler type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I mean, I yeah. not you, kind of, you know, would if you? If Errol ad-
0: Flynn were still alive
1: uh vic mature
0: yeah (laughs) no i don't want to know because in my mind i still look like i looked when i was in my 30s and Um, and i don't and i don't No, (laughs) i clearly don't every time i see a picture now i'm like god i'm a fat piece of shit Ah.
1: yeah but go to kingman arizona and you are gonna you're going to be a a calendar pinup. That's true.
0: <laughs> or apparently Jackson, Mississippi. Yep. All right. You yeah. got any more minutia for the ladies and gentlemen?
1: Uh, so Rex Tillerson. You know who Rex Tillerson is right.
0: Yeah, famous cowboy.
1: <laughs> right. Was now Secretary of State. Yeah. Uh, um, evidently, uh, Rex was not particularly interested in being Secretary of State.
0: Uh, you know, I've read somewhere that he went into a meeting with Trump, not uh, about, you know, just about mobile or Exxon or whatever, just and then by the end of the
1: meeting, he was offered right. Secretary of State. He's like, right, what? Right. what? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he didn't want the job. He wanted to go to his, you know, I'm sure Rex Tillerson has made a gargantuan amount of money. Yeah. He wanted to go to his ranch, hang out with his grandkids. So, he, but he gets now this job offer to be Secretary of State. And he goes home to his wife and he goes, honey, I, you, you wouldn't you, you guess what happened to me today when I was visiting, you know, the president elect. Yeah. And she and he said, I'm not going to take it. And she convinced him to take the job. He didn't even want the job. And <laughs> she she convinced him to take the job. This is not okay.
0: surprising to me at all. I've been watching this guy. He, you couldn't find someone who looks less interested in
1: their job. <laughs> than this yeah. Guy. But, no kidding and what does that say about him around the house so uh, you know you know his wife's going um so how much travel is this job going to be it's all the it's all the time i'm (laughs) gonna you take the job honey
0: yeah exactly i have to go to china
1: okay see you later we got facebook uh uh and think about now he's gonna go i mean this is now if it's on minutia men it's gonna be worldwide now um he's gonna go to like muslim countries and they're gonna know that his wife tells him what to do.
0: Oh yeah,
1: right. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of these countries are not as you know progressive as America, and women. I mean, hell, I don't think you can even drive in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, no, that's true. that's true. That's right. So he's going to go to Saudi Arabia, and they're going to go. Come on, you don't even wear the pants in your own family.
0: You know, you know who else doesn't wear the pants in uh, their marriage? Uh, you and I. Every uh, every man, every single. Married man in America.
1: And the ones that don't think that that's the case are even more.
0: You know, I was talking to my mom about this at, at, a few weeks ago. And she was saying that, uh, you know, we were talking about how her friends voted in the election. I won't say mm-hmm. who they voted for, but um, they voted for somebody that they shouldn't have voted for. <laughs> and, and my mom couldn't understand it. And I said, well, why do you think that is? And she said, it's just because, you know, the men... Uh, they didn't want to upset their husbands because, you know, she, my mom is not of this generation. You know, she's, right, of course, you know, older generation. And then we started talking about about it some more. I said, you know, wait a minute. What are you talking about? They're afraid of upsetting. I know those guys. They're all terrified <laughs> of their wives. Every single yeah. one of them. They, they, they make these uh, these meetings so they can get away from their wives. <laughs> yeah, right. They're right. completely scared to death. Of their wives, and she goes, "Yeah, you know what? That's true. Like, so even these old guys who, uh, and I guess you know, you got to say Rex Tillerson would fit in that generation. Sure, sure. They're all afraid of their wives too. So who isn't yeah. afraid of their wife?
1: <laughs> yeah, the guys in Saudi Arabia, evidently. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You know what? You're right. They, uh, they're they're probably afraid too. Okay. Um, so so the next time you see Rex Tillerson in like you know. Afghanistan know that his wife is ecstatic that he's traveling <laughs>
0: all right yeah, before we get to the uh, last couple of features here can you uh, explain to everyone again about how to subscribe to minutia men because I'm sure they're thinking about this right now how you know this is so
1: entertaining I must figure out a way to subscribe okay well what you do you can do it in a many many ways you can go to radio and not only how awesome it is to subscribe to our show. You can subscribe to, uh, God, I mean, how many shows do we have now on this network? We have many. 25? I don't know, whatever it is. Um, so you can go there and then you can click on our show, which is Minutia Men, and then that'll give you an opportunity to subscribe via Stitcher uh, or iTunes. You can listen to our show via Google Play uh, as well as tune in. And these are things that I don't even know what they mean. Yeah, you know what I do. So you can subscribe that way. Uh, You can also subscribe to, like I said, all of our other great shows, including. And have you heard of this show, uh, Fake Spike? Have you heard of this show, Rick? By any chance? I have not. Okay, the hosts of the uh, show's name is Rick Mancrush and Andy Mocker. I don't believe those are their real. Those might be stage names um so what they do it's a uh it's a podcast about the new york jets okay
0: oh okay <laughs> i would listen to that <laughs> uh, right it's because uh, have podcasts. you ever watched the jets fans at at the uh at the nfl draft
1: oh they're freaking crazy yeah, oh, they, yeah Definitely. They're, they're painted in green and yeah. they're you oh, know yeah. uh, so they do the show completely about the about the jets and I listened to it, and these poor bastards are contemplating Jay Cutler to oh be my their God. quarterback. So they need your help, yeah. especially our Chicago listeners. Please tune in to Fake Spike and send them emails and tell them no no to Jay Cutler. Okay. I don't believe uh,
0: Fair enough Alright we, we have two more segments Including this one
2: Time now for a collection of cub geekness This is just one bad century With Rick and Dave
0: So while you were gone Dave uh, a, a fortune magazine Came out with a list Of the greatest leaders in the world mm-hmm. Did you see this um, Pope Francis came in third place As the greatest mm-hmm. leader Number one the greatest leader in the world Mike Ditka, Theo Epstein, number one. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. According to Fortune Magazine. Now so the Pope's we'll like, "Hey, <laughs> right. I think you know what? I think the Pope. Fan, do you think the Pope is a Cub fan? No. I, well, I think the Pope is a fan of cardinals. miracles. He's a fan of miracles, and obviously Theo has performed several. <laughs> uh, well, Pope would be a Padres fan, right? Or Angels.
1: Yeah, I guess the Angels or yeah. Cardinals.
0: Hey. Not cool. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out to you. Also, uh, this week, and I probably don't even need to tell you this, but it's uh, the birthday of Big Jeff Pfeffer.
1: When I was in Kingsman, Arizona, they were having a big festival for (laughs) Jeff Pfeffer.
0: Big Jeff was a college boy from the University of Illinois Uh during a time when very few uh, players played uh, or, or went to college. Um, he was in. Uh, he was with the Cubs in 1905. Okay. Um. And then he again pitched for the Cubs in 1910. Um. Did he and, miss
1: year six through
0: nine? He was with the Boston Braves, at the, which was the worst team in baseball. In between, um, and he, pitched okay. almost exclusively out of the bullpen. The Cubs, of as you well know, did win the pennant in 1910. Oh, but yeah. the reason I love a Big Jeff Pfeffer is and, – and I wish that he had been a more popular player because if he had any kind of popularity at all, he would have certainly been the subject of a tongue twister, don't you think?
1: Jeff, big Jeff Pfeffer. Big Jeff yeah, Pfeffer. Yeah. Big uh,
0: right. Jeff Pfeffer. So even though he wasn't a superstar, I have come up with a Jeff Pfeffer tongue twister that any of you are, are welcome to use whenever you're teaching children how to speak. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Jeff Pfeffer's heifer heather left a leather sweater. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Wait. All right. Let's break it down. Do it again. What, do, do Jeff it again. Pfeffer's heifer okay. heather. Okay. So, that's his cow. Yep. Left okay. a leather okay. sweater. Would the cow wear leather? Isn't that kind of. Don't overthink it. (laughs) Don't overthink it. Well, okay. I just find that Jeff Pfeffer's heifer. Jeff
0: Pfeffer's heifer, Heather left a leather sweater.
1: Okay. Well, that's that's pretty good as a tongue twister. It's it's disconcerting, but okay. If the Jeff
0: uh, Pfeffer fan club wants to put that out in some sort of a form, I will not
1: request any
0: kind of royalties of any kind.
1: Uh, you should start the Jeff Pfeffer fan club. I should. And I may. And you gotta and you gotta spell it P F A N Club. Get it.
0: (laughs) You are always thinking.
2: (laughs) All right, it's time for our last feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture, collection, selection, assemblage, medley, assortment, variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave.
0: Okay, this is the portion of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out a uh, celebrity, and I have to uh, tell the story of having met that celebrity.
1: Jimmy Pearsall, former White Sox announcer and Cubs hitting instructor, right? Now, you loved Jimmy Pearsall, didn't you? Oh, I loved Jimmy Pearsall, yeah.
0: <laughs> so when I was Stephen Geary's producer, now we're going back 25 years. When I was Stephen Geary's producer, they celebrated their 10th anniversary together. A decade of service. A decade of service, that's right. And throughout that entire year, and this is 1989, <clears throat> excuse me, I called... People from their past, uh, and had them call in as mystery uh, guests, and and I did this throughout the whole year, and I because I had spent several months putting together that decade of service uh, cassette that they sold, mm-hmm. so I literally had seen every tape of theirs, and so I oh, knew nice. all of the people that had been there, and I also knew the 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 people that had like I used I got people on like uh, the guy who fired Steve from from the loop the <laughs> first yeah. time and you know people like that people that he had issues with then they came on and kind of worked out their uh their issues over the time. Well one of the people I decided to get on was Jimmy Pearsall because of Disco Demolition. D- sure. So it was also the tenth anniversary ish of Disco Demolition and and I got Jimmy's home phone number and he lives out in Wheaton somewhere. And uh he answered the phone and I said and I told him, uh, hi Jimmy, uh my name's Rick Kempfer. I'm calling from Stephen Gary show. He said, Wait a minute, what? He said, I'm calling from Stephen Gary show? You tell that fat piece of shit that I you know if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had to lose that game. Yeah, yeah, right. and he he ten just years ago. started screaming like out of his mind. Like his, his you know, the veins in his neck were popping out. He was so mad. Like Jimmy, that was 10 years ago. I don't care. That was a forfeit. Do you <laughs> understand how rarely that happens?
1: So um so that would have made the White Sox only, what, 17 games under 500? Well, that's the thing. There?
0: It was, uh, you know, a completely worthless year. But he was just vicious, vicious uh, about it. The
1: uh, I told the Steve Jim- he got a big kick out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah. Of course. Um, do you remember when – well, of course, when Jimmy and Harry were together? Um, Rel, I think it was Ralph Garr in right field, right? Yeah. Wasn't Ralph Gar the right – Yeah, he was. And Ralph – and Ralph Gard would talk to himself out, uh, during the game right. while he was on the field. And I'll never forget, Jimmy Pearsall leans over while he's doing the broadcast. Hey, Ralph, what are you saying out there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I even liked watching the White Sox in those days.
1: Oh, they were great.
0: I mean, that, uh, that, was, a, that was maybe my favorite broadcast team of all time. Harry Carey uh, and Jimmy Pierce. And Jimmy got fired because he said some bad things about uh Tony Marusa or someone something. Or his wife or something, somebody's right? Wife. Oh so, yeah, right.
1: It was it was somebody's wife. Um so you like this team better than Joe Carter and <laughs> Yeah. Dave who was the, who? or whatever.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I did. As
1: far as I'm uh, concerned, they were the best. Well, and of course, most of you know Jimmy Pearsall is the uh uh, Fear Strikes Out with Carl Malden, Jimmy Pearsall. It's the Jimmy Pearsall story, one of the greatest baseball movies out there.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. It, uh, it, yeah. It's starring uh, Anthony Perkins, I believe, right. as and, Jimmy and Pearsall.
1: Car- right, and Carl Malden is Carl Malden, right? Yeah, Carl Malden is his dad.
0: Yeah. yep, mm. Yeah, he has some issues. Jimmy's got some issues. Um, but don't ever bring Maybe now, maybe this is, you know, now we're talking almost 40 years later. Maybe now he won't freak out. Um, but i'm guessing he will <laughs> i'm guessing if you see him now he will still be a very very angry man he's got to be 90 years old by now he's got to be uh, I, he's still alive though so anyway um, uh this is uh minutia men with rick and dave uh, we consider this a uh, part of the uh, radio misfits podcast network because we are and they, they like to say, great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And, and I should tell you also, I was watching the show um, Crashing this week. Do you, have you ever heard of that show? It's on I HBO. have not. No. Artie Lang was on the show. Oh, another one of our Yep, uh, he's on there. And, and also... Uh, the producer of Artie Lang's podcast is Dan Filato, who is a, you a, know him. Yeah, he's another former Stephen Gary producer. He was the one yeah. before me. So and he was on the show, the back of his head was on the show for about two seconds this past week.
1: Does Dan Filato have a nice head of hair?
0: Uh no. He does not. All right. Love that guy. To find out more about Rick and Dave, check out uh, Eckhart'spress.com. Also, chicagoauthorsolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with OPI Productions. We have been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we will be back again next week
2: with another episode of MinutiaMan. <laughs>